Happy Saturday, and welcome in to another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and in this episode, I will have a special guest on who I will welcome in uh, yet again. He was on earlier in an earlier edition of my podcast, but uh, we will be previewing the Michigan at Michigan against the Wisconsin Badgers uh, game, which is at 6.30 p.m. Central Time tonight, and the Badgers are 1-0 and 10th in the West, while Michigan is 1-2 and two and 6th in the East. The game will be in Ann Arbor, Michigan. As I recently mentioned, it will be at Michigan, at Michigan Stadium. You can watch it on ABC. The previous matchup was last year, where the Badgers won at Camp Randall 35-14 on September 21st, 2019. The Badgers opened a four-point favorite. They are now currently a six-point favorite, so... I will be welcoming in my brother Nathan Handel, who is an avid Badgers person as well as an avid, avid Wisconsin sports person. So he was on uh, for the for the Illinois uh, preview several weeks back, and then that game they won, but they weren't able to play uh, from there because they had COVID cases, unfortunately. So they had to adjust things. But Nate, welcome into another episode of my podcast for a preview of the Badgers. Yeah, it's good to be back, Adam. You know, it's it's been a weird few weeks uh, with all the COVID cases for the Badgers. A, a great, awesome week one win, and, and then uh, a large number of cases and things with COVID and the Badgers getting healthier and turning things around with it. And um, it's good that guys are getting healthy and guys are are getting better and and back to the football field. And it's, it'll be exciting to watch some Badger football again tonight. Happy to be on. Yeah, and uh, thank you for coming on another preview uh, for Badgers uh, football. Again, like I mentioned in my last uh, Badger preview, Nate will be on uh, quite frequently as much as I can get him on for uh, Badger previews, both for football and uh, basketball. So uh, be paying attention for that in, the, in addition to everything else for Big A Sports Show, uh, anywhere available anywhere you get your podcast. And for the Michigan game tonight for the Badgers, the weather forecast as of now is 42 degrees and cloudy with a chance of rain late. So right now, obviously, weather always changes with the forecast, but it seems like there will be no f- effects of rain or anything until maybe later in the game. But for the most part, it'll be kind of a, a clear game as far as no no precipitation or rain uh, looks like. And uh, any football game, I mean, unless there's lightning or thunder or anything like that, uh, they're able to play within the elements. So before we get into COVID thoughts for both teams more specifically for the Badgers. Give your thoughts on the forecast and how that might affect uh, both teams coming into the game. Yeah, I'll talk forecast and then a little bit about the atmosphere of the game itself. Uh, forecast sounds good for, for both teams. Both teams that are, are teams that like to try to establish a run game, try to set up a play-action passing game, and try to get a good rhythm. And, and good weather helps good rhythm in a football game. So that's a good thing. The other thing is you look at Michigan Stadium. You know, Michigan Stadium is one that seats over 100,000 people, and typically that is an atmosphere in college football that isn't rivaled by many, okay? And and because there is a lack of fans this year, it uh, makes Michigan Stadium a little bit different, like everywhere in college football, but the big house is known for big crowds, lots of noise, and a really tough environment for the road team. The Badgers haven't won there since 2010 when they did it, 48 to 28, and those are the years when the Badgers had guys like Scott Tolzien, J.J. Watt, 
uh, James White, John Clay, and Monte Ball. So it, it's been a while since the Badgers have gone into Michigan Stadium and won a football game. So uh, between the weather and the lack of fans tonight, um, there's a couple of things right there that should help the Badgers in what would typically be a really, really hostile road environment. Yeah, and you were talking about the last matchup. Uh, well, not the last matchup, but the last time the Badgers won in Ann Arbor. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines, a notable name for them uh, that they had was Denard Robinson. They nicknamed him Shoelace, and he was a really good college uh, quarterback, and he was a dual-threat player who was really good collegiately for them, and he uh, carved out a really nice NFL career but hasn't done much since, but it's it's just something to be said that he's another uh, player that w- was a college player and then he started off where he did very well in the NFL. So that's good for him. And he was uh, one of Michigan's uh, better quarterbacks uh, within their history. So he's a notable name there. In addition to the other uh, names that Nate noted for the Badgers on the other side. But as for COVID uh, thoughts, the Badgers had Cases that uh, came about after the Illinois game and uh, for staffers, players, and they had to adjust their schedule and make those uh, changes because we're in a weird time right now with, with COVID and it's a it's a strange world, but you have to kind of, unfortunately, it's no one's fault at all. You just have to roll with the punches and uh, do the best you can to be safe. So... That impacted the Badgers, though, because they have to play the rest of the season out in order to be eligible for a Big Ten title game, which they are a uh, team that's always usually, I mean, not always, but more times than not during the Big Ten title uh, year after year. So uh, they have to play out the rest of the season to be eligible for that. And then additionally, the uh, chance at the college football playoffs. So hopefully they can get these games in. But if there's COVID cases, then you have to prioritize health and safety first. So, Nate, what are your thoughts there before we get into specifically looking at the Badgers against Michigan game tonight? Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting situation because at the end of the day, what matters most is making sure that guys are healthy and things are good. Um, you know, I think the Badgers are, are going to be challenged through this right now because uh, the Big Ten has a very, very uh, strict protocol for guys that have a positive COVID-19 uh, test. Guys that have COVID-19 have to go through a 21-day period uh, away from game action. And once they get through that protocol in that period and they are deemed uh, good to go again, then they can come back to the, to the playing field. So it's going to be a really interesting thing. Uh, to see how the Badgers manage that and and the guys that they have tonight, there's a possibility that they could be missing a number of guys and we don't necessarily know who those guys are. Um, But it'll be interesting to see who's able to play tonight and who's not going to be able to play tonight. Um, And then to go off of, of the, the games played thought, you know, the, the, the Badgers right now are right on the edge where if they have one more cancellation, the big 10 championship, is not a realistic option if they were good enough to get there uh, from a record standpoint. So they've got to really, really, um, you know, do the best that they can and and then, you know, try to get every game in that they can to try to, you know, qualify for that Big Ten championship. I think they've got a great opportunity to 
do something special this season. But, um, you know, if you miss one game, all of a sudden, one more game, all of a sudden those, uh, you know, hopes of, of winning a big 10 championship, um, you know, don't become such a thing. So, yeah. And also not only do they have to avoid uh, getting cases, more cases, but the teams that they're playing coming up has, have to have a clean bill of cases and everything. So there's a lot that goes into it, but they're just trying to do the best that they can as we all are. I mean, we're all trying to get over this virus and uh, have it be over sooner rather than later. So uh, they're committed to getting a season in and uh, doing that. But the number one thing is if there's cases, then you have to prioritize those uh, first. And hopefully there's less and less uh, as we go forward. But uh, before we get into the actual game between the Badgers and the Michigan Wolverines tonight, I do want to take a short audio break. But uh, after that uh, audio break, Nate and I will be back with the Badgers offense versus the Michigan defense and talking more in depth about that. And then we will go from there uh, with the rest of our podcast. And that will be up after this short audio break for another edition of Big A Sports Show. Moving ahead in, an, in another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and talking about the preview between the Badgers and Michigan in the first portion of another edition uh, for my podcast. We went over the kind of overview of the game uh, as far as the favorite coming in, the weather, and then the, the uh, COVID uh, that surrounds it for uh, these two teams, and then uh, the records for both uh, sides. But my special guest, again, is my brother, Nate Van Handel. And uh, I did want to talk uh, in this portion about the Badgers' offense against the Michigan defense. So before I bring you in, Nate, I do know that Michigan's defensive coordinator, Don Brown, has had a certain style that he likes to play against teams, and I really likes to stick to that style as any defensive coordinator does uh, for the most part. And I want to know... Uh, from your end, how the Badgers might uh, go about attacking that offensively and additionally um, their quarterback too, as far as the quarterback uh, coming into this game. Uh, it sounds like it'll be Graham Mertz again, uh, but he was one of the players that got uh, diagnosed with COVID. Uh, so maybe it'll be Danny Vandenboom, but we don't, we won't really know until game time or before game time. Sometimes uh, some of the media kind of, uh, puts that out with the media as far as who's going to start. So uh, your thoughts kind of on those two things for the Badger quarterback and the uh, attack against Don Brown's defense. Yeah, Paul Chris was really hopeful this week that Graham Mertz was going to be able to play. Uh, because of the time of his positive COVID test, uh, he would be eligible to return to game action for tonight's game. Uh, it's just a matter of practice time this week, and we don't know how much he was able to practice this week. We don't know how many reps he was able to get and where he's at. So uh, we're going to find that out tonight pretty quickly, whether or not it'll be Graham Mertz or, or Danny Vandenboom. And that's obviously uh, something that we will monitor and, and, and will be a big storyline going into the game. Uh, as far as Don Brown's defense, he, he's a guy that traditionally has been um, a coordinator who likes to bring pressure, likes to really get aggressive, bring it from a number of different directions, try to get a quarterback out of rhythm and an offense out of rhythm and really make things tough um, and, and uneasy for the offensive side of the ball. Um and I think he's 
had some struggles and Michigan has had some struggles this year and it's been pretty well documented through their first three games against Minnesota, Michigan State and Indiana last week. Um, you know, they've got some guys that are a little bit younger in the secondary. And when you blitz from a number of different directions and you bring pressure all the time, uh, you're typically putting your cornerbacks and your young secondary um, in man-to-man coverage and in situations where they have to be um, better than the guy at wide receiver or a tight end. And um, they just haven't been winning those matchups as often as uh, they have in the past. And because of that, the defense has really um, been attacked, especially through the passing game. So, uh, you know, the Badgers are going to really have to do a nice job of getting that defense off balance early in the game so that that way they can do, you know, what Michigan State did a couple weeks ago and, and what Indiana did last week and get Don Brown to have to do some things that he might not want to do. Yeah, and I know that in the Michigan game last week uh, for them, it was kind of a little bit of a shootout. I know that they lost that game, but they were kind of, in a battle where they were going score for score and and everything. So the Badgers, certainly their identity, as we all know, is to run the ball first. And uh, that's kind of a little bit the same case for Michigan, although I know that a lot of times game flow with any football game or any game in sports, but more so football, uh, matters. And uh, a lot of times uh, teams have scripted plays that they like to do, but then after that uh, it kind of goes off situation and score and everything so in Michigan's game last week they were kind of going up and down with uh their opponent and uh they they had a game against uh Indiana where they lost the game uh 38 to 21 and uh that certainly wasn't uh good for them but the Badgers will certainly want to try to avoid uh that type of game because I know although Michigan lost uh in that style of game that's also something that's not the Badgers' identity, and that's not necessarily the Badgers aren't unfamiliar with because they have you know that type of uh, style and games played uh, for the players before and all their football before, uh, but they certainly want to stick to their kind of identity as far as the game. Yeah, you know, I think that that early on in the game, the Badgers are really going to want to establish the run game like they've wanted to for a long time. And that's important. And, and, you know, in, in week one against Illinois, uh, three different guys made an impact in the run game with Garrett Groshek, Nakia Watson, and Isaac Garendo. So look for the Badgers to get those guys going early to establish a run game so that that way Don Brown has to bring more guys into the box. And that allows Graham Mertz to uh, really do what he wants and be in control of the game. You know, from that week one start against Illinois, Graham Mertz looked like he was very much in control. He was in the pocket uh, doing everything he wanted to. He was good on rollouts. He was a really um, effective guy in the play-action passing game. And those are things that are going to help against a Michigan defense that's going to bring some pressure and against a Michigan defense that might have to bring more guys in the box if the Badgers establish the run game. So I think that run game is so important to establish early and often, uh, get that offensive line going, give those guys some touches in the run game, maybe get creative with some jet sweep stuff and, and try to get Don Brown's defense off balance so they can get into good passing situations and really test Michigan secondary like their uh, previous opponents this year have. Yeah. And also in addition to their run game, for a 
typical running back. They also do have, if Graham Mertz is able to play, and even if Graham Mertz isn't able to play, uh, and it's Danny Vandenboom, those are two uh, quarterbacks, whoever starts and is healthy enough to play, uh, that can run the ball too. They can uh, be elusive enough and, and quick enough where there's not much open downfield. They can take it upon themselves to, to scramble for yardage. So that's another important aspect to the uh, Badgers uh, offense too. And then uh, once we get to the Michigan offense in the next set uh, of my podcast for the next portion, uh, Michigan's quarterback can do that too. But just talk about uh, that aspect to it uh, as well for the Badgers. Yeah, got, it's always good to have a guy that's a good threat outside the pocket. Um, for the Badgers, it's traditionally a guy that um, rollouts or play action bootleg type plays. Um, if there's not a whole lot downfield, that guy can tuck it and run. And then those are situations where, uh, with the with the offense and the style that Wisconsin likes to run, those are typically the running opportunities, uh, you know. But there'll also be some opportunities maybe where Mertz is in the gun, in the shotgun, or 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 you know, you know if it's Dan, Danny Vandenboom, um, you know, opportunities where Michigan's in that man coverage. They bring some guys, and maybe if the Badgers can pick that up, all of a sudden you can tuck and run right up the middle, and and in man coverage, there's not a whole lot left in the middle of the field if uh, the pressure doesn't get to the quarterback first, you can tuck it and run. So, you know, those are guys that at opportune times are going to be able to do those things. And, 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 you know, maybe there's a, t- there's a time or two tonight where um, they're going to have to use their legs to get a key first down or, um, you know, keep a drive going. Yeah. And I think that hopefully for the Badgers, they can get off to the right foot offensively. They were certainly able to do it on uh, their first game against Illinois and really put Illinois in their heels and a lot of pressure on Illinois uh, as they got out to an early lead and never looked back. So hopefully that will be the same uh, for the Badgers, and uh, they can get off to an early good start offensively and, uh, again, put Michigan kind of on their heels much like they did for Illinois and kind of use that as a jumping-off point going forward in the game. But in the next portion of this episode of my podcast for Big A Sports Show, we will cover the Badgers' defense against the Michigan offense, so stay tuned for that after this short audio break. Moving ahead, and in this next portion of another episode for Big A Sports Show and the Badgers-Michigan football preview for tonight. Again, that game is at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. It'll be on ABC from Ann Arbor, Michigan at Michigan Stadium. And in the first portion of this episode, we covered the favorite going into the game, the weather, and then the COVID thoughts uh, for both teams. And then in the last portion you just heard it was the Badgers offense against the Michigan defense. And in this portion is the Badgers defense against the Michigan offense. And I've had a special guest, Nate Van Hanna, my brother, on for another preview of the Badgers uh, game, as I'll have on for as many previews as I can for Badgers football and basketball for my podcast for Big A Sports Show, available anywhere you get your podcasts. So uh, be always paying attention for those. But uh, Nate, I'll bring you in again for a talk on the Badgers defense against the Michigan offense. And then I'll kind of uh, sprinkle my thoughts after you're uh, done talking. But uh, Michigan has a uh, quarterback named Joe Milton that is kind of a dual threat quarterback that is uh, definitely an effective quarterback and it can be very effective. So uh, Jim Leonard for the Badgers, their defensive coordinator, will need to uh, attack him and kind of limit him as much as possible in addition to the rest of the Michigan offense. Yeah, I think that the Badgers defense is going to have to 
you know, do the things that they do well. And, and, and that sounds simple, but really being good in, in, in the trenches and being good on the defensive line is something that the Badgers were in game one against Illinois. Um, they did a nice job of, of stopping Illinois's, uh, you know, running backs and, and keeping their yards per carry average down. Um, Joe Milton is the quarterback at Michigan, very talented guy. Um, first of all, as a runner, uh, in, in their first game against Minnesota, he ran the ball eight times for 52 yards at six and a half yards of carry. In game two uh, against Michigan State in a loss, he ran the ball 12 times for 59 yards. That's 4.9 yards of carry. But last week, Indiana was able to do a really nice job of keeping him in the pocket and not allowing him to run and improvise and make some different plays. Uh, only five carries for negative nine yards, uh, you know, negative 1.8 yards per carry. So making sure that they keep Joe Milton from getting outside the pocket and making plays. Um, he's a talented thrower. Uh, the last two weeks he's thrown for over 300 yards. Uh, but the key for me is making him throw the ball a lot. In week one against Minnesota, he threw the ball 22 times. He was 15 of 22, and they won the game big. In game two against Michigan State, he threw it 51 times, and they lost 27-24. And in week uh, three against Indiana last week, he threw the ball 34 times. Okay, so um, Michigan's going to have to try to establish a run game against the Badgers with the running backs because otherwise Joe Milton's going to have to throw the ball more. Um, and that's something that I don't think Michigan wants him to have to do. Okay. I think they want him to be in that lower, uh, level of attempts more that 22 that they had him at against Minnesota. Um, so the Badgers defense, first of all, stop the run game right away between the tackles really make Joe Milton throw the ball a lot more because, um, the last two games have indicated that when they make, uh, you know, when a team makes Michigan throw the ball more and they don't establish that run game, it makes them very one-dimensional, and, and that will really help the Badgers and Jim Leonard because then Jim Leonard can bring that pressure. He can bring those outside linebackers off the edge, um, and he can really do a nice job. The Badgers have a great experience secondary, and I like how they match up against Michigan's receivers. I like how the Badgers match up just in general in this game, but the key is to make sure that they can keep Michigan's running game between the tackles at a limit so that that way they can get into those situations. Yeah. Hopefully the uh, Badgers definitely can have that aggressive mindset defensively and uh, make Michigan uncomfortable. I mean, that's the goal of any football game and any team you want to make the opposing team feel comfortable or uncomfortable rather, but uh, it'll be especially important playing at Michigan. It's a place that, as we mentioned earlier uh, in my, this episode of my podcast, the Badgers haven't won there in a while, and it will be good to kind of uh, exercise those demons a little bit as far as uh, not winning there in a while and really going to Michigan. And, yeah, there won't be full capacity to Michigan Stadium, the big house, uh, the way we know it because of COVID, but it'll still be a really nice uh, way to uh, kind of get that uh, bad taste in their mouth. Uh, and I know that several years ago that these are different teams that play them, but still just kind of as a program. Uh, get uh, that bad taste out of their mouth and uh, really get kind of a good mojo uh, at Michigan Stadium. And defensively, it'll be a key for them uh, to kind of make Joe Milton uncomfortable, as you mentioned, Nate, and uh, make him uh, do things that he kind of 
doesn't want to do and make him under duress and uh, have some ill-advised throws. Uh, and that that is all set up by the pressure that they get uh, towards him and making him throw uh, quicker than he, he wants to in that because I know, as you mentioned in their previous game and in their uh, previous games that they played uh, so far this year, when he has more time in the pocket, just like any quarterback, when they have more time in the pocket, they're able to uh, have more comfortable throws versus having less time in the pocket and uh, maybe still having some comfortable throws because you get it up quicker, you're more comfortable. But there are some instances where you have that short uh, kind of period where you want to get the ball because there's defenders coming at you and uh, you you can have some uh, bad passes and that's uh, something the Badgers defense will want to capitalize on. And when they do get those opportunities, really make sure that they uh, lock in on those uh, potential interceptions or if there's a fumble on the ground, get on the ground and get the fumble uh, because they'll they'll definitely want to uh, make that uh, where they have the chance at a turnover and, and capitalize on those uh, possibilities. So the next portion, though, as we move ahead in another episode of my podcast, I want to close out uh, with keys to victory and then predictions. We'll do that in the next segment as we close out another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle. So stay tuned for that after this short audio break. Moving ahead and closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anna Manhandel, for this Badgers-Michigan football preview. Again, the game is at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. It is on ABC from Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And we covered the overall look at the game as far as the overview from favorite to weather and COVID in the first portion. And then we touched on the Offense for the Badgers against the Michigan defense, and then the Badgers defense against the Michigan offense. And we will close out with our keys to victory and predictions. So, Nate, my special guest, Nate Van Handel, I'll bring you in again for your keys to victory first uh, for this game between the Badgers and Michigan. Yeah, I'll give you three keys. Number one, establish the run game early. The Badgers need to make sure that they can get their three running backs, Garrett Groshek, Nakia Watson, and Isaac Garendo going early in order to make them a balanced offense. Uh, Like any offense in football, uh, you're better when you're balanced. You're better when you're able to do both things in the run game and things in the pass game and keep the defense off balance. Don Brown's a guy that likes to bring pressure. He's a a guy that likes to bring uh, more than three, four guys. So you got to make sure that you can establish that run game, make Don Brown have to do some things he doesn't want to, maybe load the box up, and that'll allow Graham Mertz to Uh, do effective things in the short passing game and the play-action passing game. So that's the first thing. Like any Wisconsin game, establish that run game. Number two, make Joe Milton throw early and often. Again, we talked about that in our last segment. When Joe Milton is able to do different things in the game and throw the ball a little bit less, that means Michigan's more balanced, okay? The Badgers want to make Michigan one-dimensional. They want to make Michigan um, have to throw the ball a lot and take away the run game. You look at Hassan Haskins, the running back from Michigan, and I didn't get a chance to talk about him in the last segment. Um, his carries are not very high this year, but his yards per carry averages. In the Minnesota win for Michigan, Hassan Haskins carried the ball six times for 82 yards. That's 13.7 yards a carry, and he had two touchdowns. In the Michigan State game, eight attempts for 56 yards. That's seven yards a carry and only one touch and a, and a touchdown. 
in the Indiana game last week and their loss 38 to 21, he carried the ball six times, which is very similar to what he had been carrying it, but for just 19 yards, 3.2 yards per carry. Uh, In the game last week, Michigan as a team had 18 carries for 13 yards. Indiana did a great job of holding them to less to, 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 to this, this significantly low yards per carry average. And if the Badgers can do what Indiana did last week, force Michigan to be one-dimensional, I think that's going to significantly help their odds at winning this game. And then number three, win the turnover battle. Force Michigan to turn the ball over a couple times. Make them one-dimensional. Make them uh, do some things that they're uncomfortable doing and turn them over with your pressure and your experience secondary. And then for the Badgers, take care of that football. Make sure that you're running the football uh, securely. Get Graham Mertz in good situations where he can throw some nice, easy, safe passes. Um, and trust him with, with some key situations, too, because I think he can handle them. So, number one, establish that run game early. Number two, make Michigan one-dimensional and make Joe Milton have to throw the ball a lot. And number three, win the turnover battle. Yes, I completely agree on all of your keys to the game for the Badgers in Michigan and more specifically for specifically for the Badgers. My key, uh, I'm just going to quite simply say, and I kind of alluded to it earlier in this episode of my podcast, but try not to get into a shootout. I know that that's something that you want to avoid. You want to stick to Wisconsin football. You want to run the football and uh, stick to your identity. Not, again, that the Badgers can't match up with that. They, they can. I mean, these players have been in a whole bunch of situations in their football career playing their whole lives, so they're capable of anything. But you always want to stick to your identity and uh, stick to playing really good Badgers defense and uh, playing uh, solid Badgers offense and having long, sustained drives where you chew up a lot of clock and you uh, score touchdowns uh, more so than field goals. Field goals aren't bad, but you want to uh, put seven on the board as opposed to three. Uh, and that's something that the Badgers uh, will want to uh, definitely want to try and do uh, and be their game plan for uh, this game. In addition to everything else that uh, Paul Christ has up his sleeve uh, going into this matchup. So moving ahead and with the last part of another episode of my podcast is Badger Michigan preview. Nate and I's prediction. Nate, I will have you go first. What's your prediction for tonight's game? There is so much unknown about tonight's game with everything, with players that are going to be available versus guys that aren't going to be available. And I'm just going to make a prediction, um, you know, kind of thinking about the keys to the game and, and, and you know, thinking, you know, if, if Graham Mertz plays and, and some of the other key guys for the Badgers. Um, I'm going to say that the Badgers do a nice job. I think they're playing a, a Michigan team that's really desperate. Okay, they're one and two. They've lost their last couple games. They're playing a home game. You know, we didn't even get a chance to talk about Jim Harbaugh a whole lot. Um, you know, he's a guy that for a lot of people is on the hot seat. And I think that Michigan's going to play really, really with a lot of urgency for him. Um, but I still think that Paul Christ does such a nice job of getting guys ready to play, keeping things not too high, not too low. So I'm going to say that the Badgers win a really, really tough game, 27 to 20. Um, there's going to be some ups, there's going to be some downs, but I think ultimately their experience and um, their their even keel attitude to things under Paul Christ 
is really going to win out. And I think that they're going to get the job done tonight and, and win their second game of the year. Yeah, I uh, fully agree with you. I think that, and uh, again, a lot of these predictions and pretty much every prediction is putting, I mean, our fandom, we're Wisconsin sports fans, and it's putting all that aside. I mean, we're thinking uh, with, you know, very critically for both teams and, and really giving each team their uh, equal shot. So I think that the Badgers, again, will win uh, this game. I think it'll be 24 to 13, I'm thinking, for a score. I think that uh, they'll be able to really make Michigan uncomfortable with, with their game plan and kind of get off to an early good start. And then Michigan will kind of have a good moment in the game where they have uh, some good Michigan moments. And then the Badgers will really able to be able to uh, come back and uh, really overcome that adversity. Because as you mentioned, Nate, I mean, Paul Chris is really calm, cool, and collected. I think that's the best way to, to describe him among other descriptions that you would say for him around uh, those those wordings uh, and those meanings for him. I mean, he's really uh, good at not getting too high or too low and uh, not letting things affect him and not panicking too much. And really, I think that kind of rubs off on the team for the Badgers. They're always really calm, cool, and collected. And uh, definitely other teams kind of where they have a game and they're down by a lot and everything and different momentum changes happen and they might panic too much. And that might be a, a product of their head coach or whatever the case may be, but the Badgers definitely stay in there and they stay uh, true to who they are. And I think that that'll be a, another case where Paul Christ, in addition to his team, will have uh, them ready to go and uh, not be panicking by any stretch of the imagination, no matter the game uh, case. They always want to, stay in it and uh, rebound if they're in adversity. And if they're not in adversity and they're uh, having momentum go their way, then uh, capitalizing off that momentum. So hopefully that'll be the case and uh, the Badgers will get another win and uh, move the record to 2-0. and And again, you mentioned with a lot of the unknown uh, due to COVID and everything else, that'll be uh, certainly a part of everything as far as who can go, who cannot go. But uh, the underlying message is Paul Chris gets his team ready to play no matter the case may be no matter the players he has on hand they're always ready to play so nate any last thoughts before i wrap up another edition of my podcast you know i think it's going to come down to some of those keys that i talked about and i just think that the badgers are going to find a way to get this done i think that they are really really ready to play you know they haven't played in a few weeks and these guys are, are ready to go, and I, I think they're going to have a lot of energy and they're going to play with a lot of emotion, and I think that's something that's really going to help them in this game tonight. So I, 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 I'm excited and you know, good to have Badger football back tonight. Yeah, definitely. Completely agree with you on that wholeheartedly. So that'll about do it for another edition of Big A Sports Show. Thank you, Nate, for being on uh, for another podcast, and I hope to have you on in more editions of my podcast for Badger Previews. Looking forward to it, Adam. Can't wait. Again, another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And always look for my upcoming uh, podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts and uh, listen back to any ones you missed, this one that you've enjoyed, another edition of, and then all my future podcasts. The best way to do it is to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. But if you want to keep doing it the same way you're doing it, just being on the watch out for any of my podcasts and keep spreading the word uh, about it as I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. So far, the listening support's been really good, and I look forward to it to get even better. So have a good rest of your Saturday. 
And uh, hopefully the Badgers can get another win, and we'll go from there. So thank you all again, and have a good rest of your weekend. Another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle. Thank you.